It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. And it's time for another NFL in London podcast. Week 11 with Wade McQueen here and Ryan Call. Hello. Uh, and we are going to go through all of the horrendous games. I did not do well last week in my picks. Either did you as well. well I, that just it was a bad week in the NFL. But this week we've got some great picks for you. All gold this week for you, folks. We're going to go through all of the Week 10 games, take a look at some of the scores, and then give you our predictions for Week 11 as well as talk about all the greatest news in the NFL uh, all the NFL London games would have been done by now. Uh, we'd be relaxing on those. It's Thanksgiving coming up. We'd be normally throwing a Thanksgiving party, and we're not doing but that. But no one has anything to be thankful for anymore. No. So uh, it's going to be the shortest Thanksgiving. So guys, what are we thankful for today? Yeah. Shut up, mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's just eat. Cut it's the be damn turkey. Cut the damn turkey. Right. Uh, have you ever seen that video of the guy at the Thanksgiving where he flips over the tables? Uh, I think so. I will, I, I I'm definitely put, I will put that up that. on our website. I, I think I've definitely seen some. I'm sure there's going to be a few table flips. He was like sure. uh, this gaming guy. Now people were trying to... I think it was a fake, but I don't know. We'll put it up and you'll let you determine. Speaking of fakes, uh, we'll talk about the bears in a bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord, Nick yeah. Foles, though, apparently had to wear a diaper or a girdle. Um, it's like you kind of wish you you had the opt-out rules now where you could just be like, yeah, we're just the whole team. We're yeah. just going to opt out. We're, well, we have. We've chosen Deshaun Kaiser. Oh, um, hello. Yeah. Let's go through some of the games. We talked about the Thursday game last week as the Indianapolis Colts whooped the Tennessee Titans. I wonder when those guys will play again soon. Yeah. Um, but to, <laughs> we're going to talk about the Sunday game first. Let's go through the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Tom Brady was on fire that game. Uh Carolina not looking good. Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt in this game. Brady was able to, to fire the ball all over. The Bucks defense looked really great in this game as well. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It was what we talked about is just after Brady gets embarrassed on national television, how could you not take him yeah. to have a comeback game? It just felt like the easiest bet uh, in the world, especially a division game. They're furious. They're, hey, listen, he played great. Again, he played against a Carolina team that is missing a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. They're not a great team. So, again, when Tom Brady puts up three touchdowns and that up against a powerhouse yeah. team, then I'll be like, okay, here we go. You know, but, hey, Antonio Brown looked a bit better. Uh, Mike Evans starting to get the ball a bit more. But, again, it was the really the Ronald Jones show. And yeah, it was. He's really kept Leonard Fournette irrelevant. Yeah. Everyone, including myself who keep having having no choice but to play Leonard Fournette in fantasy, just absolutely have no chance because Ron Jones on fire. Good for him by not letting Fournette come and take Well, it's off. like uh, me having Jonathan Taylor when Naheem yeah, Hines, yeah. old man Hines, comes a-knocking. Uh, it's hard to find that. But you know what really impressed me was, you know, Tom Brady still has to, he still has a zip on his arm. He still needs to connect. Like, he doesn't seem, you know, a lot of times with, you know, with his receivers, he finds routes with people that they always hit. You know, Gronk, it's that end route when he goes in the end zone, deep left. A.B., he's got to find something because A.B. had some good routes going yeah, with Big Ben. Yeah, he was, so, he was his top targeted receiver, so, so it's that's finding, only going to improve probably. you got to find some good things to go ahead of that. Uh, but Tampa Bay moves on, and of course, you know, you've got New Orleans who is just throwing down a flurry against everyone. Uh, so let's move on to next. Houston Texans oh, in Cleveland Browns, in which was absolute stepping in dog turds and then catching Salmonella. Um, 10-7 in this one. You knew yeah. it would be low scoring with the wind. 
But Texans and Deshaun Watson look absolutely yeah, horrible. Yeah, they just look like a team that, like, especially then when they're watching uh, DeAndre Hopkins. We'll get to that later. Yeah. It must just be, my God, um, what do they do? And there's even talk about, like, keeping Romeo Cornell. Like, are you joking me? This, like, they're they're going to be worried about keeping Deshaun Watson if this doesn't get fixed in a couple of years because they're in a lot of trouble. Like, they needed to do better than seven points. Yeah. They're still waiting for Deshaun Watson to have a three-touchdown game, it feels like. And... Then again, you have Baker Mayfield just looking uh, like average. Uh, so again, big win for Cleveland. They needed it and yeah. at home. But none of these teams, like in Cleveland in the playoffs, would not scare me one bit. Not at all. And Cleveland, you know, they has a, a lot of a scoring attack. Baker Mayfield, he still looks scared. Yeah. He still, you still don't know what the hell the guy's going. Chubb and Hunt, my favorite detective agency, yeah, yeah, yeah. struggled to get going against Houston. But Houston is just, it's just it, out of their depths. It seems, and they really have to get something together. Oh, uh, they're not good. And then the th- worst part is, is that they're just making the fanboys angrier because the the more they lose, the higher their draft pick is, which they do not have, yeah. which is only going to infuriate them come draft time. Well, oh, they yeah. don't even have a second round pick either. Yeah. I think they have Arizona's. But it's just... Uh, well, that, we'll, we'll get into the, the Jacksonville fans, uh, how, they're, how they're pushing uh, to make sure that uh, their draft pick doesn't go a certain way. Uh, Washington football team... Uh, we thought they might do a little better than this, even though Kyle Allen continues to throw another 300-yard game, uh, 30 to 27 in this battle Alex back. Smith. Alex, Smith. Alex Smith, sorry, Alex Smith. I always think of the horrible legs. We try not to think of it. Yeah, the leg. <laughs> but uh, Alex Smith's second game, 300 yards. Hey, he was great. Let's he, he went out there for almost 400 yards. Yeah. Um, looking more confident. It's fun. I think he didn't get a touchdown, but again, um, Antonio Gibson looked good. Detroit did what they had to do. Uh, they're not playing a good team, so yeah. these are the games Detroit has to win. And they can barely win them. Yeah. So um, Matt Stafford gets hurt again. He's still coming back. It's like you could say, yeah, Matt Stafford was shot eight times last night, but is he still going to yeah, play yeah. someday? <laughs> and there's rumor that the Washington football team is going to keep that name. Yes. Which is just, if they do that, it's just... just well, I mean, there's more stuff coming out on the shady Dan Snyder of everything, how many of the team owners hate him. And yeah, you, you wonder what's going to happen with this guy. He is sort of the Papa John's now to their <laughs> franchise. He looks like Papa John. He does John, look like Papa say. John, you know... So how do you feel about people of color, uh, Mister? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a real rough thing for them. Detroit continues to win, even though they don't have a lot of options. Well, they kind of have to just stay in the race for the last playoff spot because basically yeah. they'll be fighting for that seventh spot. Uh, and then you got Minnesota who's coming up from behind now, looking to do some noise. So. Yeah, Minnesota loves to come from behind. Um, yeah. says a Bears fan. Speaking of coming from behind, this is the game I said was going to be close. Uh, we watched this game. I, I told you and Andre Jacksonville was going to keep it close, and boy, did they ever. Green Bay struggled in this game. Yeah. Jacksonville's defense was furious. The fast, the front part of the defense, we were talking about it, they were fast. Secondary was not as good. They gave Aaron Rodgers a lot of pressure. Um, but as a result of which, you know, you sort of go, Jacksonville can disrupt and they can make things difficult for people. I know. They, yeah, I was really surprised by this. I thought with the new quarterback coming in um, and being on the road in somewhere like Green Bay with the weather being a bit colder... This is a game they have to just really pound and beat one of the worst teams in football, and they barely did it. Yeah, and Jacksonville thirteen and a half point spread. Stayed, stayed really close. There is times where you, if you're in Green Bay, you're like, "What the hell's going? On? Are we yeah. actually going to lose this game?" Because there are moments uh, where I was just like, "You know, this could go wrong, and this would be a devastating loss to lose at home." So again, it's just one of those days where, even though you think you you have the shot to be the best team, everyone struggles. Cause yeah. 
football players play hard no matter how crap their team is. They're still, they got pride, every one of them. And they're all fighting. So give, yeah. give Jacksonville credit. They're not getting blown out considering they're trying to. It feels yeah, like. It does. But it's we're, just, we're putting uh, a loop. the quarterbacks just keep saying, not on my not on my watch. Well, look, Robinson was amazing, and it shows just where Green Bay is weak. You hit him off the middle with a run, and they're struggling. And Robinson continued to pile onto them, and, and they didn't have an answer. No. And all they could wait for is third down when Luton, uh, Luton Airport, would uh, miss. So, you know, they were very lucky in that. Uh, another game we thought would be a lot different game, but how about the New York Giants, the number one team on the NFC East, if you're looking at playing? But it looks like they are the team because they keep beating everyone in that league. Philadelphia, absolutely horrendous. The Giants continue to get another win uh, on the hard work Here of, they come. Here they oh, come. Yeah. Right they, no, 27 to 17 in this There is genuine worry that the team that wins this division is going to win five games. And that'll be a division. <laughs> like, that is good. And the, wor- the worst part is... You can see those are the teams that always will win their first playoff game. You know, yeah. the team that went five and eleven. Yeah, and you're like, oh, we got this. And then somehow you just like, they they come game. apart. They come. Yeah, they, they somehow find find their their feet. Well, like the, the Giants. Wait, remember the Giants? Weren't they a wild card team when they beat uh, in there in the Super Bowl? So, um, but like, if you're the Philly fan, like, thank God they kicked their fans out. They were yeah. probably like, yeah, that was a smart move. We should not less like, injuries like, for the players because uh, Wentz Wentz is in Wentz is in big trouble about keeping his job now. I think. Yeah. Especially they drafted Jalen Hurts. Um, the only reason I think Wentz is still in there is because they're leading the division. Yeah. At whatever God. I don't even want to look at it. Because Miles record. Sanders. Hand the ball to Sanders. But they were just terrible. Like, you know, Daniel Jones looked great. Yeah, Ronnie did was great. Like, he's just doing enough to keep his job. But again, he's got no weapons. I'd like to see Daniel Jones with a healthy Saquon Barkley get him a first round receiver this year, like a real stud. And give him another shot because the Giants in that division, that division is wide open. If you yeah. like, because you don't know what's going to happen with Dallas. So yeah. If I'm a Giants fan, you kind of feel good about the season right now, even though yeah. they're three. And you feel good about the future compared to the other teams in your division. Well, just like a gaping whale's anus, uh, anything is open. Everything <laughs> is Four open. feet wide and ready to go. And division, you can walk. Just it. as smelly as well. Speaking of smelly, uh, Miami Dolphins continue their winning ways. Uh, Chargers struggled in this one. Um, you know, they keep running Balage, Justin Herbert, uh, and the defense. This Miami defense is for real, everybody. The yeah. Miami defense really puts a lot of pressure on you. And their secondary is great, too. They win this one 29-21 and continue their winning Yeah, race. they're on absolute terror. I wasn't worried about them for a long time. And I think their next three games, are, I think they have the Jets, Cincinnati, and Denver, um, which is going to be three mm-hmm. pretty easy games. So they're in a great position to be tied with Buffalo. Uh, but then their last four are real tough. I think I, I've been looking at it, studying the schedules. I think yeah. they have like Chiefs, Bills, Patriots, and and Raiders. So it's going to be a tough, but it's going to be fun. And that, yeah. it's going to come down maybe to that Week 17 against Buffalo in the cold Could for be. the division. So Tua wasn't as dominant as he was no. the week before. That offense still struggles. I think if that offense needs to get into a shootout i just don't think they'll have the weapons no um, they, they do he's on the bench yeah they still have <laughs> yeah they still have uh no but two is playing good I, but they still have the defense that can really keep them in games and that yeah. as long as two does the bare minimum they need to do they're going to be competitive well, bare minimum but when you look at it you know you look at the stats and fitzpatrick was better than him at the start so i mean you know you, you it's fine he's he's your new guy you got him i still don't like a lot of his decisions i don't think his qbiq is great Unlike Kyler Murray, who is short and can throw the ball, you know, his leftiness, he chucks it and he's got good speed on it, but he also... You're a leftist. He, he doesn't... You're yeah, I am. That's, you know me. <laughs> of anything. Uh, I, I'm just not sold on him yet. 
Speaking of sold, no. oh my god, this guy this is now getting trademarks for Hail Murray. We can skip this. Uh, what a game. What a, come on, what a catch. It was good, sir. There's nothing you can do about that. You just tip the hat and say, yeah, hell of a catch. Like, yeah. But to be fair, it's a chuck up, right? Yeah. Like you can't say the better team won that game. It's a shame because Josh Allen threw an incredible pass yes. to Diggs to take that lead. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you know what can you do? Deshaun DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best. It's not like this was done by a tight end. No. You know, it was one of the best. He got higher. It's a great throw, and you know, give him credit. But yeah. Again, I feel still confident that the Bills did enough to to win that game. They just again found a way. They pulled the Buffalo. Um, My whole problem is with the, with the time at the end, Arizona did not kick a field, uh, the extra point, which would have covered that two-point yeah. frickin' spread. Hilarious. What the hell is going on with some of these no, guys? No, I think because it made sense, because I think if they were worried if it the field blocked. blocked and they returned it, it would yeah. be tied then. Yeah, so. well, it's still stupid. Kick the damn ball. Um, <laughs> Denver Broncos, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Ryan and I had some hope in those Broncos, but boy, they did not put anything together. Uh, Derek Carr on the Raiders, he was able to spread this ball around. It's Josh Jacobs, though, man. Well, he was a running machine in this one. Raiders win this one 37 yeah, to 12. Just Denver team, it just decimated, right? So mm-hmm. now, now they lost Drew Locke, uh, so he's going to be out. I think the Rippins coming in again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Raiders are doing this is exactly what I, I was hoping they would do. You know, get into that position like they were last year, 6 and 3, and win another one. Let's just keep. Especially now in that playoff spot, there's so yeah. many teams that are six and three. Even I think the eighth and ninth are six and three. So it's going to be a real dogfight. So when you play a weak team like Denver, you got to take care of business, and they did. So good on the Raiders. And you know they beat Kansas City before. The Raiders have, and, and, and they know what to do. They're very good at home. It'd be interesting to see this game. We thought would be a lot closer. The Pittsburgh Steelers absolutely kicked the crap out of the Cincinnati Bengals, thirty-six to ten. Joe Burrow struggled in this one. They couldn't get anything going. I mean, Big Ben didn't look great either. It was the defense that really stayed up in this game, and they were able to put some late scores on. I think it's also the the psychology. The Bills had this with the Patriots, and also the Bengals have probably been owned by the Steelers for the last mm-hmm. decade. So it's in your head right now. Yeah. So they got to get over that hump, and you might like the Bills have to wait till Big Ben goes until this happens because right now I think it's just a he owns them. Uh, he looked great. Uh, for actually the first time in a couple weeks, I thought he looked really, really strong. Uh, again, Pittsburgh is just on their way. Nine 0 I still don't think they're the best nine zero no. team I've seen, but they keep winning, so you got to give them credit. Another team that won, and uh, we sort of saw this one, we weren't sure, but the Seattle Seahawks really took it on the chin. The LA Rams were all over them in this one. Russell Wilson sacked all over the place. The defense looked horrible. As the LA Rams won, we'll get into the one the game from this week, but last week they lost. Uh, they were able to avenge that one, but they lost 23-16 to to the L.A. Rams. But the L.A. is still very inconsistent. Yeah, well, they were playing the Seattle team, considering it has been so bad. And this is supposed to be Sean McVay with an offense that's being able to move the ball. So to only get 23 points is a bit disappointing. But Rams, you know, they, they played great defense on Russ, made him make Russ through no touchdowns, I think, mm-hmm. for the first time all year. Really had them off their game, and um, it's nice to see them have a good comeback game this week. But Rams D is just—I think the Rams D is what's keeping them more into this in in the season because their offense still to me, Goff doesn't look dominant, yeah. and I still worry about Goff being a guy who can win two or three games in the playoffs. So, uh, but you got to take care of business. You've already lost, I think, once to them. Yeah. Um, so you got to you got to win, and they did it. This, that's going to be a tight division. It's going to be very fun. tight division. Uh, this one, you know, this game was not without injury in this one as the Saints roll over the 49ers, but Drew Brees is out for three games now. Uh, he got walloped in this one, 27-13. We saw Jameis. Jameis now apparently you'd think would be starting, but apparently he's had an argument 
uh, with Peyton, so he will not be in. It's going Did to be. Did he have an argument with him? Apparently, that's what they're saying. There was something went something went awry between the two of them. Oh, really? That's that's some of the. I rumors. wasn't that surprised that Taysom Hill is the starter because they've been hyping this train for like two years about this guy's good enough to take over. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. Let's see mm. him. I yeah. want to see him start again. Instead I've of, seen Jameis play. Yeah. But I think if you're the Saints, like you're more invested in Taysom Hill, you put more into that yeah. than you have to Jameis. So. Saying like, yeah, let's go. Let's see what he can do with a full game of with more than one James play is going to come in and play a bit. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Taysom Hill is going to take every snap. Yeah, but I'm actually quite intrigued to see how the evolution of this team plays because it's going to have to be completely different. Mm-hmm. Where Breeze is just sit back, chuck it, quick passes. Taysom yeah. Hill is a bit more of a wild card. Do more, a lot more fun plays with him. Than yeah, you, you would think so. I mean, but he comes in for those design fun plays. What's going to happen though when he when gets in and he gets plays. absolutely smoked? You know, he's he has a big boy. Yeah, he's not, he's yeah. You know what? I can't wait to see when someone. I'm excited really to watch him. Taysom Hill. We'll so see what happens. It could be the beginning of the end for Drew Brees. I think it is. He's got like a collapsed lung or something. Oh yeah. It, apparently, he's filling it with jewelry. He's, <laughs> he's getting he's getting bedazzled lungs. Bedazzling it back. To uh, speaking of bedazzling, Cam Newton uh, yeah. and Lamar Jackson. Holy crap, man! They got stuffed in, and they've got to figure out something here because the Patriots. Beat the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, but they, that they weather were, in that game was the weather was unreal. right near the end. It was, it was un- so yeah, it was just like crazy wind raining, anything. and you could see no one could see anything. You could see uh, Lamar Jackson like, come on, what the, I know, right? What this, the actual flock? This is the games you needed Jim Brown, like yeah, a yeah. Guy like, ground and pound, like a guy like Henry who would have yeah. just dominated in a game like that. But again, that's New England just just good on that. I think the weather definitely played yeah. effect in this. Uh, but New England was just be able to run it better than Baltimore. And Baltimore's just identityless right now. Where last yeah. year it was all about Lamar, no one was ready for it. And this year it's like they're not able to get the receivers going. Mark Andrews is a lot more invisible. Like, he was dominant last year. Marquise Brown, after ever since he's complained, has barely even touched the ball. So you wonder if that's a thing with them too. It's you know they gotta fix this. They gotta fix because they they're looking right now at the seventh. They're like in the sixth seed right now. Yeah. Baltimore's a game up from not being out of the. If they lose again and a couple teams win, they're out of the playoffs. Yeah. Right next week, which is a shock. So if yeah. I'm if I'm a Baltimore fan, I'm also worried because as good as Lamar was last year, you're like oh no, are we gonna see a gradual drop. So well, there's, a, there's next a, year is gonna be a real interesting year if they continue to fall like this. There's a talk is. Have teams figured out Lamar, or is it that the defense has fallen so far apart in the offensive line that it's made them more human? Whatever it is, I don't know. it's a combination of things. But this was not. This was an ugly game. It was weather. Uh, but you know, the Patriots, their defense was was good. Uh, you know, and yeah, but I think the weather again. The weather no had a lot of play. Be able to move anything in that Speaking game. of weather, uh, we got blown out in this one. Uh, look, Nick Foles does not know what a pocket is. I don't <laughs> think he knows what a pocket He's so is. So slow too. He stands there, and you're like, dude, dude, you have no offensive line, and then he gets absolutely demolished as they did in this game. The Bears lose this one, nineteen to thirteen. It was closer than you think. This game, it got uh, a and little then, out of him, but they're both bad teams. And then the Phoenix rises from the ashes in Trubisky. Uh, He's ready to go. The second coming. That's I just... What, that's what they're called. Is, this is now the second coming. The second of, coming. Of Mitch Trubisky. Imagine he turned it. This, this is it, Mitch. Right? Uh, this is it. You you got your one more shot to prove it, even though I don't think it's going to make it. Well, we've got to, apparently they're trying out Deshaun Kaiser. We've got a bye week this week. This was an ugly game. Uh, luckily, we were able to stop, you know, the Dalvin Cook train from running. The defense looked good. We were able to, we keep them to low scoring points. I mean, no one blows out the Bears, but the Bears, 
for all the moves that the defense does, the offense has to answer, and it's just like limp-biscuiting our way through everything. Absolutely horrendous. All right, we're going to get through uh, the, the games now for Week 11. We'll quickly talk about that Titans, uh, sorry, the... Uh, Seahawks Cardinals. The, the Seahawks Cardinals game, which uh, happened earlier, uh, 28-21. The Seahawks looking good in this one. DK Metcalf dropped a few balls. Kyler Murray was not able to get the the thing in motion. Well, he had a good game. He, he had a bit good. of a shoulder injury, so you don't know how much that affected him. But he looked good out there. I think he's again just like in the Bills game. They started really slow with seven points. They could barely get any points going. They have to really come out in the second half. They came out real strong, uh, but. You know, Seattle did what they... Russ did what he had to do. And especially where everyone's now, like... Where everyone's, like, MVP. And then they're like, now he's not an MVP. Yeah. And then Russ is like, all right, here we go. Should have had four touchdowns, you know. So, he, he looked good. Carlos Hyde looked really good yeah. coming back. He's one of those players who always ends up playing well. He's like the fits of running backs. Yes. He's right? like he sort just, of an AP in a way. He just keeps yeah. going from team to team. And he yeah. just produces. So, I think they need that. Because I think the last couple of games, they've been with DJ Dallas. Yeah, he's and a, they're not the same team when they don't have Carson. Yeah. They, so, having a running back makes them a better team. Um, Dunlop looked good. So, mm-hmm. they got to Kyler a lot. Yeah. That's the one thing I'll say. That defense hit Kyler. They sacked him a lot. So I think that they did what they needed to do, and especially with the division with Arizona beating them in a couple of weeks ago, huge win for Seattle going into this week. It so. was a big one they needed, and it, all the talk was on how limp their defense was, and they really showed on this one. They were able to keep the defense in. How are you going to stop Kyler Murray? And they were able to. Let's go through some of our games then uh, for Week 11 in the NFL. Start with a game I've got here. Arizona at Seattle. Oh no, we've already done that one. <laughs> it's Philadelphia at Cleveland. Three, five, and one. Eight. Again? Again. I want to watch it Two again. Rather than watch this game, the Eagles three, five, and one at Cleveland. We're six and three. Three and a half points is the spread in this one with a forty-eight point over under. Take uh, the under. Philadelphia. The under. I mean, ugly. Uh, we talked about with Wentz earlier before. Um, you know, you've beaten some ugly teams. <clears throat> You're relying on Miles Sanders for a lot of it, and then you look at Cleveland. You know, you, you're relying on Chubb Ooh, a lot yeah, of Yeah, just... This is basically... They, they've almost like two similar teams that are playing each other. Mm-hmm. But you already have a quarterback that's... Well, one that's hugely disappointing and one that's... Actually, no, I say they're both hugely Yeah, I think they're both... I think you're right on that. Neither of them have a top receiver. You know, they're like Landry and Fulgham. I think uh-huh. they're very kind of similar possession receivers. Miles Sanders and Chubb, like good running game and, and just kind of a mediocre defenses. So to me, this is more of like a pick them to yeah. be then a three-point Cleveland because I do not feel any way confident in picking Cleveland to win. Um, but I think... I th- I th- I'm going to go with Philly. I'm going to go with a little bit of an upset. Right. Just because I think Cleveland can afford a letdown game where like, if Philly loses this, they're potentially now going to be down in the division. Mm-hmm. So on the road, I think this is a just gut-check game for Wentz. Like, even though I think like, you could have said that about the last Yeah, every game should be a check one. <laughs> but I got a feel he's going to be able to do it. I'm going to say 2017, not a very high-scoring game. But I'm going to go with Philly on the upset on this one. Yeah, I got to go for Cleveland at home in this one. They've got to feel bad. You know, you, you win at home last week by a few points, uh, but they need to score again. And who knows what the weather's going to be like. Obviously, keep checking the weather in this one. I like Cleveland at home. They do have more tools. They're getting healthier guys back. Their defense is back. And, you know, the only problem they're going to have is Miles Sanders. They should be able to control all those receivers, though. I've got Cleveland win this one 27-23. Moving on to a big NFC contest. It is the 3-6 Atlanta Falcons with Matt Ryan, who is the yards leader in the league right now. 
Not like, anymore. I think Josh Allen took it over. Yeah, uh, maybe I have to check it. You'll have to time. check. But as of this week, I believe it was still him. Uh, they just came out a few days ago. And New Orleans, 7-2 uh, and two in this one. New Orleans, five-point favorites in this one. Drew Brees will be out for this one. The line actually went from five to three-and-a-half now, actually. Three-and-a-half. Um, so this will be an interesting one. Uh, you know, you've got Matt Ryan playing better. You've got Atlanta getting healthier. Uh, and now we've got Taysom Hill here. How is he going to be able to react? How is he going to play against us in a division rival dome game? Well, because especially last year when they lost five, I think they breezed this five games. It went 5-0 and oh last year with yeah. Bridgewater. Um, so it's, it's exciting to watch Taysom Hill. And I think um, I think even Jameis will get in there and be able to do some big plays. But I feel like Atlanta has been playing really well lately. I think it just, again, this feels like it could be, I might just go like all upsets this week. Yeah. Why not, right? All my sure. other picks are terrible. <laughs> uh, so I might as well just keep it going. I'm going to go with Atlanta upset. I think they're actually playing a lot stronger than people are giving them credit for. I think they, yeah, struggle on defense. Yeah. <clears throat> but division games, there's something, there's always something just weird about division games, I think. And every now and then, you just think you got it. And I think Whitbury's out, Taysom Hill. I think he's going to have a little bit of trouble, but he's going to make some big plays, but it might be from Jameis throwing to him. So I'm going to go with the Falcons 27 to 23. Well, you're pretty close to me on this one, Ryan. I have New Orleans winning, but Atlanta covering it. I, you know what? You got Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, in, and I just don't see how New Orleans is going to continue to cover these if not defeated the girly. Uh, I like Atlanta in this one, as you say. You taking Atlanta to win? I'm taking it. I'm taking Atlanta yeah, to cover, cover uh, New Orleans to win. Uh, okay. So I've got this one: New Orleans 26, Atlanta 24. Atlanta covering, New Orleans win, but I don't see New Orleans covering that big spread. Moving on to the one, the line in this one dropped. Although it's coming back again, it was Detroit four and five at Carolina three and seven. The line was three points, depending on Teddy Bridgewater and of course Matt Stafford. It looks like Matt Stafford will be back in this one. We do have his three points so far. It was a pick 'em though. Although Bridgewater is out. Bridgewater is out, is what they're saying, yeah. So Matt Stafford, they were worrying about his hand. You know, this guy plays like Brett Favre in a way, and then he's just tough as stuff. He's not as great as Favre. Um, and now you've got to wonder about this one as well. You know, Carolina is getting passed on all over the place. Um, and so you wonder what's going to happen in this game. You know, Are they able to come back? Are they going to be able to punch back and forth in this one, or is Detroit going to run away? You're going to make me pick Detroit here. This is what, this is what always happens when I pick Detroit. They're going to play... Terrible. Well, they got to get ready for their big Thanksgiving game. So I think um, a big win here is got to. It is if you're Detroit and you're Matt Patricia, and you can't be. Who's the quarterback coming in? Do we even know? We I don't I don't up? know who we've got. So we're gonna have anyway. We don't have Bridgewater. We don't have um, we don't have McCaffrey. Like you gotta go with. I gotta go with Detroit. With, yeah. with just with Stafford with the weapon. DeAndre Swift looks better. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Detroit, but I do not feel confident at all in this pick. But I'm gonna say twenty four. Uh, 17. I have Detroit winning, but I have Carolina to cover this one. Uh, I have points of plenty in this one, but I have Detroit winning this one 28-26. to 26. I think Carolina will keep it close, using Mike Davis to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Detroit will struggle with that, especially since Swift is out, uh, which means they're going to have to put a lot of pressure on AP in this one, 28-26. to 26. Here we go in a big one. we got the New England Patriots, who are 4-5, and two-point favorites, over Houston, who is 2-7. and seven. Who would have thought that 48 points is the spread in this one? 48 and a half, apparently. Um, you know, New England, high off of beating Baltimore, uh, getting back to the simples again, finding Damian Harris, getting him uh, running as yeah. well. Um, so, you know, y you wonder, are they able, is New England on a groove here? Are they able to put this together? Well, 
I think they're coming into a perfect team to play if you need to rack a couple wins on top of each other. Because this was supposed to be a tough game at the beginning of the year, but it is does not look like it's going to be that fun of a game. Uh, I'm going to go with New England. I think they got they yeah they got a bit of bit of bit of swagger going. They got a couple wins. Uh, they need these, so especially in the division with the Dolphins and the Bills, uh, they need every win they can get. So and Houston to me is just lost. I can't bet on them. Yeah, you just can't. Like, what are you betting on? That no defense and an offense that literally can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So it's just, to me, it's just, I'm going to go with the better coach yeah. in Bill Belichick on this one. And I'm going to say it's going to be uh, 27 to 24. I'd say it's going to be close, though. But I think yeah, gonna... I think it's going to be close-ish. You know, again, it comes down to coaching. And you sort of wonder, you know, they just... Houston sort of plays like an asthmatic. You know, you have so many holes and you can play a good set of downs and then you're just blowing out the next one. And they just can't keep up with this. And New England, just, they have that intensity. You know, uh, Belichick keeps them focused. You can see last week how they just sort of grounded and pounded this one. I see them doing it again. I got New England to win this one 25 to 20. <clears throat> Coming on to our big spread of the week. And you know what I feel about big spreads. I got Pittsburgh, yeah. 10 point favorites. The 9 0 Steelers over the 1 8 Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville's at home in wet, moist Florida with a 47.5 point over under. Big Ben apparently has been in pain. He's not in pain. We don't know if he's in pain. Which Big one? Ben doesn't feel pain. He, he always doesn't. gets hurt. Just and steroid big, him up. But so this is popular. what happens with Big Ben. So you gotta, if you're a Pittsburgh fan, you got to probably start getting worried now because you're like, shit, this is the time usually Big Ben starts falling to pieces. Yeah. He starts, the taking, he starts taking the hits when you see him Big Ben go into the locker room every game. So it's yeah. worrisome. I think um, going against Jacksonville is a good remedy. I want to take the 10, but I've been getting burned by a lot of these big spreads lately. Yeah. Even though I took that 20-point one, the Chiefs against the Jets, and that yeah. was easy. But, um, all right, I'm going to go with one more big point cover because I think okay. Pittsburgh's just the better team. I think that defense is going to be much more difficult yeah. uh, for Jacksonville than, than Green Bay's was. And I think especially with T.J. Watt coming in, they're going to add and Mika Fitzpatrick. So I can see a defensive touchdown, which is what's going to push it over. I'm going to go 30 uh, to 17 for the. Yeah, having watched Luton and, uh, and the Jaguars last week, you know, what I was impressed with was how fast that defense was. And, you know, Big Ben has an okay offensive line, but if this defense can fluster him and put some pressure on him, not to mention the running legs of uh, Robinson, I like Jacksonville to cover in this one. I've got Pittsburgh to win by about eight, but I've got it 30 to 22. I don't see them 10 points. Look, once you get a bit of a lead going, they're just going to cruise it, run the ball, and I think that uh, Jacksonville will cover this one. Moving on to our next game in the early ones. Hey, y'all wanted this one. It's Cincy, 2-6-1. At Washington, 2-7. It's the battle of the four wins between them teams. As Washington, one-and-a-half point favorites after they win last week, 46-and-a-half points is the over-under in this one. Now it's two points for Washington. Uh, J.D. McKissick, they're talking about as being the big running man. Uh, And Alex Smith had a big game throwing. Will he continue it this week? Uh, with hitting yeah, I, I like Washington this week. I think um, Alex is going to get his first win. Um, oh no, sorry, not his first win. Um, he's going to get a. He's, he's just going to have his first touchdown. He's going to okay. actually, I think, have his best game of the year. It's going to be fun to watch. He deserves it. Uh, Joe Burrow to me is just going to be up against another D that's going to be coming at him with that line. I think they keep, they're just getting him killed out there, mm-hmm. and I think it's just going to be a bit too much for him. I think it's going to be a fun close game. Um, it's going to be a lot better. I'm actually going to watch it because I'm playing Burrow in fantasy. So I'm going to go with Washington, though, with the win, um, 28 to 24. 
Yeah, I, I ain't betting on Washington anymore. Um, you know, this is a game. I really like this, and it's an upset. It's one of my big upsets of the week. I really like Joe Burrow here. Uh, Washington coming down from that big emotional win. Um, but, you know, Washington, uh, I mean, since he just has way, way too many tools here. And Joe Burrow is going to have to find it. He doesn't have much of an offensive line. He needs his, He's going to hit Higgins a lot and Boyd. You know, that secondary, Washington, sure, they're fast up front, but they're suck in the secondary. And they're going to struggle it against... All he has to do is keep spreading that ball around, hit his tight ends, hit his wide receivers. I've got Cincinnati to win this one 26-18. And our big game we've got, it's Tennessee-Baltimore. I believe this game will be on Sky because the Bills are not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Because the Bills, five out of ten weeks, have been on Sky. Boo. Boo. Pissing everyone off who has Game Pass. They better not. I've waited ten years to get one game on Sky. I know. This year, I get freaking When we used to watch at all the sports bars. And now, we've got Tennessee 6-3, Baltimore 6-3. The line was six and a half. Now it's six points for the Ravens. Is this too much, though? Are the Ravens being spread? Yeah, it feels like it. <laughs> Baltimore doesn't feel like they deserve this this spread. But I think you got a team in in Tennessee that's reeling as well. They're not yeah. playing well. Uh, they, they're they were looking like they're the best team in football after they thumped the Bills potentially. And now yeah. ever since then they've really struggled to get it going. Especially Henry and Tannehill. Has not been the same. Uh, especially, I think, losing their left tackle. Yeah. T- t- they had a lot of injuries that affect them. Yeah. Um, so, again, it's just this is a really tough game. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going to go with Tennessee. I just think Baltimore is still struggling. And I think they're, Baltimore, the thing at Baltimore usually is they get that easy team to get Lamar's confidence back. Yeah. He blows a team out. But now they got to play a team equally as desperate. Yeah. And I think that desperation in Tennessee, where people are knowing that, oh, this could start falling apart real soon. And especially how close that division is. Um, so I'm going to go with the Titans to win this. Um, I want to say 27-24. Yeah, I agree with you in this one. And I mean, what really showed last week in that Baltimore game was the amount of injuries and just how New England was able to take advantage of this, especially on the defense. Uh, you know, a year ago, they didn't have problems stopping Derrick Henry. In fact, they had the men and, and, and skills to be able to do it that they don't now. Uh, they're going to struggle against a big running game here. He needs a good bounce-back game, too. And he will need a big bounce-back game. And, you know, so, being in Baltimore playing this one, it's going to be wet, windy, and sucky. But I let, I still have Baltimore to win, but not cover this game. I think it's going to be tight. I think they're going to have to win and irk one out at home. But I have Baltimore winning this one 24-21. And I think Tennessee will cover that spread. Let's move on to 9 o'clock, or if you're in America, 4 o'clock. We go through our first game. Let's talk about it's the flying high Miami Dolphins, 6-3. and three. Uh, they're two and a half points favorites over the three and six Denver Broncos. Looks like Drew Locke will still be out again. We're not sure about this one. I'm still not sold on Tua. Uh, well, he's got to go to that thin air up he does. in Denver where everyone. Well, there's integrity, hopefully, in the yeah. air, so maybe he'll get some integrity going. Yeah. Um, well, this will be, again, I think it'll be a closer game than people think. Um, I think everyone's feeling Miami and jumping on the wagon, being like, this is going to blow out every team. Mm-hmm. Like, people are talking like the Dolphins, like they're the Super 07 Bowl. Patriots. Yeah. Like, calm down. They beat a couple, they won a couple games in a row, but let's just, let's just pump the brakes. Yeah, they've got a good couple of scheduled games coming up, but these are the games that you have to take care of business. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to pick them to win. I definitely think they're going to win, but I think Denver is that. They're going to be able to just, I think that that air messes with people. Like that stadium yeah. does. And I think when it's your first time playing there, it's a tough place to play. Uh, so you don't know what the weather's going to be either. So yeah. it could be uh, unpredictable. But I'm going to go with the Dolphins to win it just by three, though. Uh, I'm going to say uh, 24 21. 
I have Miami to cover this spread only because, you know, I sort of invested thinking that Denver would do well last week. And a lot of these guys still aren't back from injury. Uh, Miami is riding high in this one. Um, sure, I'm sure, you know, John Elway is going to fill the stadium full of queef farts just so it stinks <laughs> and it's a mile high. But it's not going to be enough for Tua and the guys. Uh, and you know what I think? I like Devontae Parker in this one because Denver's really struggling. And I love their uh, Miami's new, uh, their, what's his name? The, uh, the, the new ro- rookie running back. They've got uh, Ahmad. Ahmed. Oh, yeah. Salvan yeah, Ahmad. Yeah. Pick him up in fantasy. I picked him up in fantasy. Uh, I think it's going to be good for your fantasy because they've got no one else to run. Yeah. So look for him. All right, let's move to our next game. Hey, the Jets are back, which means if you're looking for fantasy advice, anyone who plays yeah. the Jets. Play the Chargers it. are playing the Jets, and they're 9.5 favorites in this one. That's a lot for the Chargers, given how grueling their games have been but it's a 46 point over under in this 905 start will the jets who have had a week off being able to be rebound they're not only they have the worst record but they are the worst team in the nfl right now um and they're going up against herbert who has the worst haircut in the he's got a really bad mom haircut from Um, his coach why you would let your coach cut your hair because he he actually he keeps calling the coach mom by accident apparently (laughs) mom no, I'm coach. Um, yeah, he looks he looks like a child. <laughs> he he does. definitely looks like a child. Um, it's absolutely hilarious picture if you haven't seen it. Yeah. You gotta check it out. But um, yeah, again, right? How can you pick the Jets? You don't know if Darnold's gonna play. Even if he did, would you pick him? Yeah, um, they're saying no, he's not. I'm gonna I'm not gonna pick Chargers to cover ten just because I, I'm not I'm just not picking it. I yeah. think I think Flacco actually looked good against the Patriots in that game a couple weeks ago. And if it's him, he'll be able to at least move it to keep it close. So I'm yeah. gonna go um I'm gonna go Chargers twenty seven twenty. I actually I actually like the Chargers to cover it here. I think they need a bounce back game. And you you're right, Flacco could, but that defense, if you got Bosa coming back particularly, they have takeaways. Uh, I like Mike Williams as well because, you know, Keenan Allen has been a big target for him. He's only 7,400 in DraftKings, but Mike Williams is like 5,300. Yeah, Mike Williams has been – he's been – you've been waiting like years yeah. for him to break out. And it's still – he gives you like a three-touchdown game every seven weeks and then goes zeros. He's been so, hitting, yeah, yeah, I have him playing in one of my leagues, and I'm hoping he can do it. I think he's been using it in Bellage, you know, when they find the, the, the you know, rotating uh, running back situation in well, the Chargers. Well, Eckler back? It's going to be yeah. much more interesting to watch them play. He'll be back in week 27, yeah, which will still be going. Uh, but I like uh, the Chargers to win this one, uh, 33-21. This is the big game, uh, this big game on Sunday night. It's the Packers versus the Colts. Colts are two-point favorites in this one. Holy moly. At is home. this a Sky game? This, I'm sure, is a Sky game because yeah. it's the only one anyone it's really wants not. to watch. It's 9:25. Packers and Colts. The Colts have strung together a few wins, but is it fair to value them this high over the Packers? Is it because the Packers struggled against the Jacksonville Jaguars? I don't know. Two points to me. Yeah, I'm a bit it's, suspect it's a of this weird, one. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's it's a very strange. I think they must be. I have Green Bay. My I own model Green Bay, is Green yeah. Bay by by one I, and a half. I would have but, said yeah, at least they go Green Bay yeah. by one. Yeah, uh, I'm going to pick Green Bay to win this. I think. Um, Rogers probably in the dome is going to be able to do a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, with, with especially the way Devontae Adams has been playing, they're going up against a tough D. Don't get me wrong. So they got to get Aaron Jones going. But I think this is. I think Rivers is just gonna. He's just too slow. And again, we see Rivers play well against crap yeah. teams, and against the good teams, he falls apart. So I'm going to go on the air that he's going to fall apart again, and yeah. I'm going to go uh, Packers uh, twenty eight to twenty. Yeah, I mean, he's old man river and lazy river these days. I mean, he just doesn't have the ability to get the ball down. The only way that Indianapolis is going to win this game is if they run the ball down their throats. 
and that's involving Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines, who was looking good in some of the options that they were doing. But the Packers are just going to keep splitting you across. You know, you can maybe hope uh, that uh, Valdez Scandling drops a bunch of balls, uh, but you've got Devontae Adams, and he doesn't really drop much. Uh, I Again, I like the Packers here. I've gotten to win 30-26. to 26. And we'll move on to our next game, which is Dallas, 2-7. and seven. Versus the Minnesota Vikings, four and five. The surging Vikings. Surging Vikings. Six wins between them. The Vikings are seven and a half point favorites in this one. Uh, 48 points is the over-under. Will Andy Dalton be back to play? That is one of the big questions that people That'll at least make the game a bit more interesting. God, because we don't want to see any more of these But Dallas. one thing that people are not taking into consideration is Dallas is starting to get players back that are healthy, including their defense. And if you look at that game that they played against Pittsburgh the other week, yeah. Pittsburgh struggled in this game. They did not get away easy. That defense checked them. There was a lot of thir- uh, three and outs. So you wonder is, you know, to me, this line is too high on this one. Uh, you know, you've got Dallas. Minnesota still has a lot of problems. That secondary is still guys from the third string. Yeah. Um, you can rely on Dalvin Cook. Kirk Cousins has some good games. Hey, won his first Monday nighter the other week. Yeah, weeks, against, uh, the, against Bears, the Bears, who yeah. were all on MDMA. But, um, yeah, it, listen, I like the Vikings. Uh, I think they're going to win this game. I think just because they got that, they've got to win this to keep themselves in the playoff run. Um, and you're going against a perfect team right now, especially even if Dalton comes back. Guys barely practice. He has no mm. rapport with anyone. Yeah. They still don't, they still don't look good. They look slow. Uh, Minnesota's feeling themselves. Justin Jefferson's looking great. Dalvin Cook's a monster in the last few weeks. So I'm going to go with the hot hand. Pick Minnesota to win. But I think Dallas will keep it close. But I'm going to say 30-24. to 30-24? to 24. For Minnesota. That's exactly the score that I have, right? 30-24. Uh, yeah. I do worry about this Andy Dalton situation with the player camaraderie that he has. He's sort of in that situation now that if he were to lock himself in his own car, his players, I don't think, would help him. <laughs> they would sort of go, look, look at that. They better this time. They better this time. Car. Um, so he does feel like he's a bit on the edge here. And hopefully, you know, after that whole him getting drilled in the head and his teammates not doing anything, there's a bit more camaraderie and they share their feelings a bit more because Jerry Jones needs to share feelings. Big game, this game. Uh, this is, you know, for revenge, this is a big revenge game. Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders. Hey, the Raiders uh, beat the Chiefs earlier in the season. Yeah, gave them their only loss of the season. Will there be justice here? I mean, Patrick Mahomes doesn't seem like the guy who holds a grudge. He totally holds a grudge. Chiefs are favored 7.5 point this one over the Raiders. Again, Raiders play well at home. Will they be able to hold this team off? Again, I think these two teams always play each other tough. They always have really good games. Even for the last couple years, some of the best games I've watched have been Raider-Chiefs games. Um, I think I think Mahomes is going to win this. I think they're going to be angry. Um, and, and who's really been able to stop? Other than the Raiders, but you got to wonder, did they just catch... The, the Chiefs this time. I think yeah. the Chiefs are going to be like, we're not going to get swept uh-huh. by a team in our division, right? And I think the Raiders have strung a couple good wins in that they can take this loss. And I think that's what was so important about those other games is when you play the Chiefs. Listen, yeah. you beat them once, good for you. Splitting them is the one of the best results you could get. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it. I think the Chiefs have just got too much firepower. Um, I think it's going to be, I think they're going to cover. I think it's going to be, they're going to win by 10. So I'm going to say 35 to 24 for the Chiefs. I have this one as a tighter game. I have 35 to 27 in this one. I have an eight-point victory in this one. Again, I agree with you. Look, Raiders have played very well at home. Josh Jacobs will play well. The one thing I think is the factor that Kansas City has hasn't really established it again is, is that Travis Kelce 
dominance and and something they used a lot last year was just putting Kelsey in situations oh, yeah. where he just explodes and you can't stop him. They haven't done that as as much lately. But now you've got so many different players on there that, you know, Kelsey, I think they're going to spend so much time trying to cover Tyreek Hill. You just you let Kelsey and just blow the butts off of people up the middle. But I've got this same. I've got it 35-27. Our final game, it is the Monday night game, Tuesday morning here at 1.15 in the morning. Hey, it's lockdown. What the hell are you doing yeah. anyway? It's the LA Rams uh, who are 6-3 and three versus the 7-3 and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucs are favored by three and a half points at home with a 47 and a half point over under. Battle of defenses in this one. This, uh, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Now it's a Brady versus a good defense. Yeah. A good team, you know. Not a great team, a good team though. Like, don't get me wrong, like Aaron Donald's going to make life hell for Brady. Mm-hmm. Especially because Brady, one thing we've seen this year, is, is he's getting hit more. Yeah. He doesn't have that... Giselle. That, yeah, that, <laughs> don't Giselle. eat my tummy boy! Yeah, but we got... And then you have Ramsey, who's going to like, really make it tough yeah. on whoever he covers. So, I can see a big Antonio Brown game coming um, with this. I think he's going to get his first touchdown. I think the Bucks will win because I think their last... That last beating at home they took in front of their fans mm-hmm. is something they do not want to recreate. No. Um, and again, I think the I think the Rams are good, but I just yeah. don't know how good they are. Uh, but this, if they can win this, would just really take a step to say that Rams could be for real. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I think the Rams will keep it close, but I'm going to go with the Bucks. Uh, let's go a fun 33-30. Big shootout. 33 to 30, so you have the Rams the Bucks, to cover the Bucks. it. <clears throat> the Bucks. You, you have the Rams to cover yeah, it. Uh, look, it, the good thing about this game is uh, it's uh, Bud Light and Meth Night in, in the stadium, so it's great. And you Corona, know, and Corona you know the uh, toothless fans will be happy in this one. Uh, you're right, the pirate ship is going to rock in this one. I do, you know, I think Tom is going to struggle against his defense, but they've got, they'll be practiced and ready for this one. He's starting to find more strides with his guys. He's hitting Gronk more often, he's getting this running game going. Uh, I think they'll be really focused for this one. And I have Tampa Bay to win this one 27-23, to 23, just covering that point spread. That is it for our NFL in London Week uh, 11 games. We would love to be able to meet up with you guys and have some pints in a bar. Uh, you're looking at the games ahead next week for yeah, Thanksgiving. Ahead. <clears throat> we will be doing an earlier Thanksgiving prediction, provided <clears throat> Ryan, his baby, and uh, his renovations work out. But we hopefully will get those predictions in for you this week. If not, we'll do video ones. We'll do it like that. Uh, make sure you join our DraftKings leagues, everybody. NFL and London DraftKings, we've got free and paid contests. You can join us all the time. Make sure you check out our website, all our social media channels. Folks, stay safe. Enjoy. Bears are off this week, so you're all treated to... And Bills. And, and bills. bills. So you're all treated. Enjoy, everyone.